Hello and welcome to Jed Banger's Ball. As always, I am your host, Jed Mayhew. On the show today, we have a cool dang uh, who is an actor, dramatic, and or comedian, depending on the situation. Um, I can't really remember where we met, but uh, we, uh, you know, all of a sudden he was sort of in our in our friend group, or I was in his friend group, or something like that, but uh, we got along pretty well right off the bat, because we both uh, like to break balls and make fun of each other for being uh, different, or who we are, or whatever you want to call it, um, and I don't know, I think that that sometimes is uh, maybe not the most popular st- style of humor these days, but... Uh, I don't know what it is, but it's something you get a, I only know from my, my perspective, but you get a group of guys around and, and, uh, depending on the group, you know, everyone just sits around and makes fun of each other, you know? Um, I found in the band that that's, that becomes less of a thing because I think when you're traveling with, um, a group of guys or a group of people in general, um, you don't really realize how maybe annoyed someone is at you or you are maybe annoyed at them. And so when you say something, um, when you're making fun of somebody or you're teasing them or something like that, if there's sort of this underlying uh, level of annoyance that you have towards them, it may come out a little harsher than you meant to or you might dig a little deeper than you meant to or you might be a little bit more honest uh, than you meant to. And same thing, vice versa. If someone's making fun of you on tour or breaking your balls or whatever you want to call it, and you might not like that person at the moment, it can go really south. Um, I suggest uh, Our Band Could Be Your Life. Uh, I think it's Michael Azarad that wrote that book. Um, I believe so. It's, it's a collection of, I mean, if, if you don't know it, it's a collection of um, sort of uh, documents, different bands, Minutemen are in there, um, Butthole Surfers, and they're, they're telling it sort of their, from their point of view, sort of like, um, oh, what's the punk rock one? Fuck, the Lester Bangs one. Um, someone, anyone knows. But uh, the chapter on Dinosaur Jr. is kind of the perfect example of what I'm trying to say, where um, they were making fun of the drummer. And uh, I don't want to spoil it for you, but uh, he loses his shit because he's getting razzed. And they were already at that point kind of like, you know, they were too far gone personally uh, to be able to laugh at each other. I don't know why this is such a long fucking intro, but but we, uh, but a cool, you know, I feel the same. A cool, I don't see him that often. So whenever we do see each other at parties, we, I don't know, maybe it's just me. I, I end up fucking with him and he can take it and he fucks with me right back so uh we're going to talk to him but first off let's uh give one more update on the zigzags uh the end is near southbound 2019 tour uh we just finished a show in ventura we uh brought our friend jacob on stage to play second guitar which is the first time that we've ever had a guitar player other than me in 10 years of existence um and uh he got showered with beer uh which is you know for the course and but uh for him it was a new experience so uh 
And I looked over at him. He's young. So when I look at him and he's getting nailed with beer, I just thought it was funny. I looked over at Sean and he was getting hit with beer for, you know, maybe the hundredth time. And I just thought, I'm going to hear that, hear about this later. Uh, so yeah, so, uh, we're heading out. Uh, it's going to still be a three piece on this tour, but, uh, uh, we're heading out, uh, to Texas for the, uh, Levitation Festival. And on our way, we're going to hit Phoenix on November 1st at the American Legion Hall. Uh, November 2nd, we're in Bisbee, Arizona for the first time at the Quarry. Then we're in Mexico in Juarez, um, the 3rd of November, uh, at Pato de Perro, Dogleg. Uh, November 7th, we're in Houston at Rudyard's with R.I.P. or R.I.P. from Portland. I'm not sure how those guys pronounce it. I'm going to finally fucking ask those guys. Um, they're the heels to our faces. Um, November 8th, we're in Dallas at the Gas Monkey Live. That's We're opening for High on Fire and Integrity. Devil Master, Monolord, and Creeping Death is playing that show. Um, so that's going to be crazy. Uh, Austin, on the 9th of November, that's at the Levitation Festival. That's at Barracuda. We're going to be on the inside stage. I just got war- word for that. Uh, we're on the inside stage at Barracuda. Warish, Blackwater, Holy Light, and then us, Zigzags. That's the lineup on that one. So be sure to be there for that. Uh, on the 11th of November, we're in New Orleans. Uh, my... Not hometown, but my father's hometown and where my mother lives now. And, uh, you know, my, my Cajun blood runs deep in the mighty Mississippi from the French Quarter to the Garden District to the other side of the lake in Mandeville, where my mother lives, and nearby Covington, where comedian Theo Vaughn is from, and just the whole history of New Orleans. Uh, so did I mention we're there at Poor Boys on the 11th of November? We're in San Antonio, Sean Hoffman's hometown. November 12th at the 502 Bar, we will stay with his parents there. Uh, November 14th, we're back in El Paso at the Monarch for God knows how many times. Um, we've always had a great time there. Uh, we've opened up for goth bands there that have left after we played. Um, and we've I don't know, we've just always had a good time. We've run into friends that we didn't know we that lived there that we hadn't seen. Uh El Paso is you know, El Paso is one of those up and comers. So is San Antonio. You know, forever it was just like it was all just Austin. All anyone cared about was Austin, but now with the fucking Austin's like the Seattle of the South, you know, you get these tech fuckers in there and then they just blow out all the fucking culture and then uh you end up living in El Paso because it's cheaper and it ends up being cooler. Uh, on the 15th of November, we're in Tucson at the Owls Club. That's with our friend Hoover 3, the band Hoover 3 from Los Angeles. And we will be with them again the following night, November 16th, in Mexicali, Taberna La Baron. I can't believe we're playing Mexicali for the third time. We were actually supposed to play there four times, but we had to cancel because my father died. Let's talk to a cool band. So you've been like going out for like voiceover stuff or what's the deal on that? Yeah, a lot of voiceover stuff lately. I mean, it's been I think it's it's kind of it's it's been since I got this agency, they just they were like, "Well, we like your voice. We think you can do some characters and and then yeah, it's like not really going so much for regular auditions lately. Uh like like I was saying before, like maybe 3-4 times a week I'm submitting. Yeah. So, when you go in on a voiceover thing, are you like 
do, do you think it's majority they want you or they want you to do like a character? The, well, I'll, re- I'll read the breakdown a lot. Like there's been a handful that I've been going out for for like specifically like cartoon stuff, which I really enjoy. Yeah, yeah. A lot That's of it is super just fun. A lot of it's just like reading copy like for like like Carnival Cruises. Or whatever, sure. So, yeah. And they'll always go down and make it, you know, they give you that voice reference, you know. Right. Like this one, like they wanted a reference of kind of like John C. Riley, So it was kind of a little bit more rim- <laughs> like, you know, goofyish voice. So it's, it, it, it's, but it's hard like when you get that in your head, you kind of, you got to immediately let that escape because I don't know, just as how it is for me. If, That's if, cultural appropriation, <laughs> buddy. You can't, <laughs> can't be taking our John C. You're taking the curly headed fucking white guy jobs all of a sudden from me. What, that's my shit, man. I'm, I'm like, uh, uh, they called me, uh, well, I, I'll tell you this story. We were, we were in acting class. I was in this acting class uh-huh. and they had this exercise uh, where they, we went around the class and you had to write down uh, like three people that you thought you re- reminded you of your, like three actors that you thought you looked like basically sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. just to kind of not like I look just like this person, but just to get like, how are you going to be cast? Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, uh, uh, oh, fuck my phone's going off. <laughs> um, uh, whoa, who was that from? That was weird. It was a video chat from somebody. I've never right. even had it. You missed a video chat from some black dude that I don't even know on... Whoa. That doesn't sound surprising oh, to me. Oh, okay. No, okay. Yeah. All right. Never mind. Um. <laughs> from the one black dude I don't know. <laughs> the one I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so we go around in the class... And I think I wrote down like, uh, I wrote down like, I don't know what I was thinking, but I wrote down like some sort of Clint Eastwood fucking, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, like Chris Christopherson sort of thing yeah, or something yeah, like yeah. that. And, uh, and then, and then what they had to do was the class would then say who they thought you, they reminded you of. Uh-huh. So I'm like, I'm like, ah, oh, like Chris Christopherson, Clint Eastwood, some other like, you know, badass guy or whatever. And then they're like, like uh Randy Quaid uh <laughs> Daniel Stern <laughs> I like that one that's actually a good one I like that one I know people have like, called me that, that before kind of flows I, I can see that one I like yeah, that Yeah no it makes sense but then like there was this there was this like uh he's middle eastern he wasn't an indian uh, guy but he was like a I believe he was like a persian guy maybe mm-hmm. in the class and he was like this really like well like like dressed really fancy not our style but right, like right. really fancy like a lot of like gold and stuff and, and white clothes and you know dressed like very, a Persian. very expensive <laughs> sneakers you know and the guy was a fucking dick oh yeah and he actually got it he kind of got in trouble in the class for like a sexual harassment oh, sort of thing dear. you know and uh but but his like when he did his list it was like uh johnny depp brad pitt uh, and then, like, you know, Channing Tatum or something oh, like that. Oh, Lord. And then they asked the class, like, <laughs> what do they think? And the first girl goes, like, uh, a terrorist? <laughs> uh, I was fucking dying, man. I was dying. And it, like, made me feel, like, so much better about mine. <laughs> I was like, at least you got fucking named real people, <laughs> yeah, exactly. not just like yeah, a, yeah, just... like a horrible stereotypical like <laughs> character that this guy would play, you know? Like, 
Lord. <laughs> and the like, poor girl was just like, she was just like, she was trying to think of something <laughs> yeah. to say. Like, she was trying to think of like, I think maybe like a Bollywood actor or somebody to say to like <laughs> a terrorist. Um, but yeah, so yeah, you go in there doing voiceover stuff and they ask you to do characters for, I've done a couple like cartoon and that's the yeah, funnest one. That's the fun yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like, so, so, you, but then doing just the regular copy, I mean, you know, it's, you gotta, you gotta just, I think, I really think they just want you to, they want to just see how your voice sounds. And like, it's, I'm getting a little bit into like the intricacies of it where it's like, I kind of noticed I have like a like a thick tongue yeah. thing going on like sometimes with the with the some words that come out whatever, and so I'm learning to like slow down you know my speech when especially when I'm reading these things and like I always you know not really always being mindful of the clock but knowing okay if it's like half a page long it's supposed to be like fifteen thirty seconds whatever that is uh-huh. <laughs> or if I need to stretch it out to a minute you know then learning how to do that and kind of using breath control and it really it really did. I, when I first started doing, I was just kind of willy nilly, kind of didn't really think about too much of the the art of it, really, because it is right. it is breath control. It is, right. you know, it, it is a lot of you know being using using that as a, as an instrument, you know, and coming from a little bit of a singing background and stuff like that. When I played in bands, coming back to some of that that old stuff that I would. Right, like those old vocal exercises that I would do, and you know whatever that is. You played so, in bands, I didn't know that. I was a hype man in a reggae band. <laughs> <laughs> where was this at? This was back like ten years ago in Orange County. Okay, is that where you you grew up in Orange County? Yeah, where, yeah, where, yeah, in, yeah. where in Orange County? In Laguna Hills, okay. Mission Viejo area. Right. Okay. And I spent like all my time down there. Like, I only moved to LA about eleven years ago. After yeah, going down there, going for college down there in Irvine. Uh huh. And yeah, kind of like after like post college area, I was starting to come up to LA a little bit more, taking improv classes. But then my buddy Justin and a bunch of us were. My brother works at a studio. My brother actually works at Seventeenth Street Music Studio, where they recorded like basically every every OC band that came out of the nineties uh-huh. went through there. Did you know the Knuckle Brothers at all? Did you know this band? They're like a ska band. It's just a friend of ours. He lives in Germany now. But oh, okay, he like yeah. grew up down there. It's a little older than we are. Not, okay. not by much, but yeah. I, I thought maybe if you were in a reggae band or whatever. They, they might they might have... They, they might play have with like No Doubt through. and stuff. They like open for like oh, No sure. Doubt. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it, like, it, I got to ask Lou down there at the studio if he knows them. But right. I think No Doubt definitely came through there. Sugar Ray came through there. <laughs> they recorded the Sublime record there. And so like we had that kind of like connection. And so that's why I think the reggae thing was popping also it's fucking oc man yeah, yeah, like yeah. it's just like white dudes playing reggae yeah is is the, the only export that that dude that that, yeah. that place has at that, yeah. at that point at least it did that in berlin has that too <laughs> that's where this guy lives now oh too. yeah yeah it's perfect it's, it's pretty funny man <clears throat> um but what was the reggae band called <clears throat> it was called jdq it was it was but it, so it was it was my buddy justin quinn's initials right but these they he spelled it all out Oh, okay. So like J A Y J A Y D E E Q U E U E. Very confusing. Q U E E E Q U E U E. Like okay. that's how you spell the, the word Q. Like I don't know. He he liked it a lot. Right, so, and right, then right. I think he would wrap up. He would wrap a little bit, and like that would be part of like you know the J A Y D E E Q U E U E. Yeah, <laughs> that type of shit. And then what would you do? I would just do a lot of like blah 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 blah. Easy now, and then like. <laughs> You know, <laughs> real cultural appropriation. <laughs> I know you're all over the place, but maybe down there they probably thought you were like from Jamaica or something. <laughs> I went by I went by Baby Man. That was my Baby Man. That was my stage name back then. 
man. <laughs> I love that. It's like the opposite of man baby. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty rad, dude. That's great. Um, and so, but like, you never did. You didn't play any instruments or anything. You just I mean, said, I would play. I would play melodica a little bit, and maybe just maybe just some light percussions or whatever. But right. we had a really good guitarist. Yeah. How big was the band? There was me, Justin, RJ, Rudy, and Eric. Yeah, five of us. Where are they now? I think Justin quit doing music. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I haven't spoken to anybody. I think RJ lives in New York somewhere. <laughs> like, how did, but the, the, my guess is that this band broke up very amicably. Pretty much. I think it was just like one day we just stopped rehearsing and stopped doing shows and it was like, exactly. okay, exactly. <laughs> that's cool. I already knew exactly how you guys broke up without knowing anything about the band. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. Just by the fact that like, if you're in a band and you're, you changed your name to Baby Man to be in that band, I feel like when it stops, you just got to be like, all right, we're done. Like, yeah, exactly. you, can't, you can't hold a grudge against No, of course not. No. Like, oh, fucking Baby Man ruined the band. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> I think it was that we may, we maybe had like one discussion because I think I was starting to come up to LA yeah. a lot more and doing improv and stuff like that. Then sure. they were like they were like, dude, you, you're not making rehearsals as much as you used to. You need to make a decision. You know, you're not taking J A Y D E E Q U E U seriously, baby man. <laughs> it's like, is it going to be us or improv, dude? You yeah. Choose your path. <laughs> you're like, uh, yes, and. Uh, <laughs> I'm quitting the band. <laughs> but, but what, did, what did your parents think about this? I mean, they were just like... Your parents are like chill, right? They're pretty chill. I mean, yeah. they, they, they it took a while for them to get chill. Like, yeah. like I, mean, I mean, that's the stereotypical Indian thing is that your yeah. parents are not chill. They're not very chill growing yeah. up. You know, yeah. it's like... I come from a family. Of I mean, like, I honestly, if my son was like, I'm a hype man in a reggae band and my name's Baby Man, I wouldn't be chill. So. I would not be chill. I'd be like, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd be a parent and be like, I fucked up. Yeah, you got, you got to get it together, man. <laughs> like, I come from a family of business people and doctors yeah, and stuff right. like that. So it's like growing up, that was kind of put into the head. But then very quickly, like, I think college rolled around, even even through high school. Like, I was... I was decent enough student, then I started smoking weed, got really like bad grades. Got, like, <laughs> this is the theme of this podcast. This is like the same interview I did yesterday. Oh, really? <laughs> I started smoking weed <laughs> ten years later. <laughs> I mean, um, but like, but where did you, did your parents? They came from India, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dad came here first in like seventy three. From where? From uh, from Punjab, like okay. straight out of straight out of like the village that they that they grew up in. And your name Dang is that like is that a specific like because like Patel, right? Like Dang is not that common of a right. name. Okay, for, it's I not, didn't think so. It's yeah. not it's not huge. Right. I think like even still like there's a region in South India like that's that says it's Dangs, but that's not at all where our family's from. Like right. where our family's from is where, where like northern modern day Pakistan is now. Okay. Right. So that's where right. we're from. So like the north happened. like northeast? Yeah. 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 Gotcha. Uh northwest. Northwest oh, India. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, northwest India. Northwest. I, yeah. I had to get the map right, right. too. You're right, you're right. Um, Got it. So yeah, kinda of where north like where Pakistan is now and then partition happened, family had to move down to you know the village that they eventually settled in. so you're so you're like more pakistani than in i get i mean right in, in theory or whatever in theory i guess yeah. but punjab punjab and pakistan are like bordering each other right. same language everyone looks the exact same same food kind of gotcha so it's, it's really similar because yeah, dave just did that movie where 
uh, I think it's about immigrating from Pakistan to India, I believe. Oh, Is was it, that what? It, I think did so. He do that? I thought it was. Or no, 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 no. no. It's he, Nepal. It's he did Nepal. Nepal. Yeah, he did Nepal's Nepal. Nepal's on the yeah, other Nepal's side. On the That's other what side. I was getting at. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. why I was getting confused. Yeah, right, Nepal's right. on the other side. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. So he did that one. Which was actually a really good movie. Yeah, no, it was cool. Uh, we were there. Yeah, we yeah, were there. That's right. Um, do, do, is there a lot of immigration from Pakistan to India or vice versa? Or I think, like, I mean, nowadays probably not because, I mean, Pakistan is mostly like a Muslim state. Right. And, like, I mean, India, Punjab is kind of heterogeneous. They got, like, Hindus, Muslims, Sikhs. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I guess, like, I mean, the, the, there is a – it's kind of funny when you go there, The the they have, like, this border – at the at the Wagga border, they have this ceremony that they do every single day. Pakistan side and Indian side, the soldiers kind of go off on this like weird like the DMZ like, sort of yeah, idea. yeah. They'll just do these like like these big military exercises, these like gnarly high kicks, and you know, it's, right. it's really fun. And then they have like bleachers on either side of the border. People kind of go there every single day and watch this right. thing happen, like yeah. the changing of the guard type thing. It's it's kind of wild. Man. It's, yeah, it's that's pretty crazy. Fun. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, and then, but, and then, and your dad, why did he move to the States then? What, what like, and so, he moved to California originally? He moved, I think, I think there was like a stopover in like Chicago for a little while. Like, cause my, my uncle, uh, a little bit older than my dad, maybe 10 years older, 15 years older than my dad, he was studying, he'd studied to become a cardiologist and then he basically moved all of our family over to the States. Right. So when he came over, <clears throat> he brought my dad over. My dad started going to school out in Fullerton. Well, I think he he moved to Oakland for a while. Then he went to like college in Fullerton, and uh, and uh, got like a business degree out there and was working in restaurants during that time. And then, um, then he went back to India to marry my mom, like who he had never met before. Right? Wow, had, that's insane, man. He had like met her, and like a week later they were married. Wow. And it's like, and they're still married. And they're still married yeah. today. Yeah it's, yeah, it's fun. It's it's kind of weird. Like, did you watch that uh, Ravi Patel documentary? I did. Yeah. I did. Yeah. yeah and do you yeah. know him? I've I've been on set with him a couple of times. Yeah, I don't really know him that well. We were in acting class together. Oh, okay. It wasn't. Uh, I don't think it was. Uh, oh, fuck, was it improv? We did. We did. We did something together. I can't remember if it was an improv or it was an acting class, but uh, I met him during that, you uh-huh. know. And then I saw him later, like kind of through that documentary. Actually, yeah. you know, after I'd lost touch with him, but. Um, but yeah, that that was like the whole point of that uh-huh. that movie was. God, why the fuck is my hair? I'm sorry, man. I don't know what's going on today. It's another, it's like, another Facetime from us. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's <laughs> I think. I, I think. I honestly, I don't think that guy's actually a black dude. I think it was just his like. <laughs> I think it's just his, uh, his like, uh, what do you call it? His avatar on Instagram oh, yeah, okay. is of a black person. <laughs> Even worse. <laughs> I mean, not worse, but you know, like, just I meant keep digging. Dude. I just meant that, you know, he was. Anyways, oh, Jesus Christ, we're gonna have to edit this out. Um, so, uh, so did so, yeah. Then your 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 dad went back. Okay, yeah. So, like in the movie, like, uh, but you you, you, you they, since they've been here, they they don't expect you to like do that though. Fuck no, dude. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's always been the running joke since I was growing up. Right. Like, growing up, they're always like, well, you know, when we went to India when you were eight months old, you know, we traded, you know, me and this, uh, us and this family traded rupees, and that means you're like, that means we made a deal. And I'm like, and they're just it's, fucking with they, you. They were just fucking with so in my entire life. It like, they, you tell a young kid this type of stuff. Like, right. You, yeah, I grew up thinking I'm fucking doomed. Like, there's this girl out there in India that I'm supposed to like meet way later. 
Right. And, and then, like, I'm going to just immediately have to marry her. So I was like, oh, this is... It freaked you out. Wow, it freaked me out. Yeah. And then, yeah, then later on, it's like, okay, you guys are just fucking with me. But why did why do you think that... Um, because it, it's funny. It's like some, some families... Uh, like, when I was in high school, my girlfriend, her parents had uh, immigrated from Romania. Mm-hmm. And they didn't have necessarily, like, like a super strong, like, cultural belief that she had to adhere to. Yeah. But it was like... She was always getting shit for like being too American or uh-huh. being like they they were like you're like way spoiled and you ha- you don't understand how difficult Romania is compared right. to like what you have now and so you better get straight A's because if you don't yeah, you're yeah, fucked. Yeah. You well, because I think it's also that it, it is part of that immigrant kind of culture. Like I think it's it no matter who you are, no matter where you come from, if you come to a new place, especially in the U.S., like there is a certain degree of like. Like proving yourself sure. and 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 yeah, overachieving simply so that no one can take shit away from you. Right. So there is kind of that idea. It's like I remember growing up and pops was like, "Look, like you, you look different from everybody else. You're not like these people." It's kind of not not to make it seem that I was that I needed to fear fear you know white folks. I guess. It was, right. But it was like, look. I think he had experienced some racism growing up or when he came out here originally. And then, like, he was like, it's going to happen. Just It's inevitable. Just realize, you know, just do your work and basically just make sure no one can, like, be unassailable to right. a degree. You know? Right. So in that regard, I think a lot of immigrants have that type of did thing. You get, did you get – because it's funny. I actually had that as a question because I was like – I know, like, you know, like, I'll call you Osama Bin Laden or something. Sure. We'll, we'll fuck around or I whatever. I got the giant gray beard, dude. I know what I look like. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> I look like John T. Riley, and you're taking, <laughs> taking all my jobs. And <laughs> da- da- Daniel Stern. Um, but, uh, like, or, like, you know, even, I, and I think this is, it's more, it's funny. It's like, I, I was trying to think about it. It's not, it's not even, like, a racist thing. It's, like, it's a guy thing to I just so. break balls. I think so. And you, like, when I worked in restaurants or whatever like and i'm working with a lot of like hispanic people like a lot of mexicans and a lot of even like people from central america all we do is make fun of each other for being like different yeah, exactly but it's like this out of this like weird kind of respect and that we're like in the same boat together and that's like that's the obvious thing that we can think of to like break each other's yeah balls. But, yeah but did you get like fucked with when you were a kid though like um like a little bit right. i mean some of it that where it was like I wouldn't even know. Like, I remember being called, like, I was called a nigger when I was a kid, and I didn't know what the fuck that meant. Like, I was, like, seven. Right. Six or seven, and I like, didn't obviously know. obviously, the people that were saying it didn't know either. I mean, obviously, yeah. yeah so, yeah. it's, like, it's it's just one of those things, and so it kind of just washed over. But then, yeah, kind of like what you were saying, though, but then as you as you grow up and kind of just hanging out with, you know, the, the dudes and just kind of... And being around a bunch of different types of people, too. I didn't, like, obviously, Orange County is primarily... Lots of white folks, yeah. but, you know, having a somewhat of a diverse crew of people. It's also California white folks. It's also too. California white folks, yeah, too, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was like, yeah, we, we did just kind of razz each other constantly. And, like, it wasn't it wasn't ever, like, especially within the, the the homie groups, like, it was never malicious. And it was just kind of a thing. Yeah, like, kind of you're saying, just, like, just dudes doing, yeah. dudes doing shit. And I've seen it happen, like, everywhere. Like, any group of people that you kind of have, they're going to, they're going to, do something like that. I mean, it doesn't matter if they're all like all white dudes, all Mexican dudes, whatever. Like, everyone's gonna do something like that, right? You know. And I think also just like you and I both like having done 
like improv or something like that or being around comedy and like yeah. and when i see comedians you know on podcasts or just on whatever you know like that's such a part of that is like oh, yeah. making fun of each other and being able to like dish it out and also like kind of take it in without Absolutely. without being offended by like because you know i think about that all the time like recently of course but just like how like nothing offends me. I, I'm kind of with you on that, man. It's it's tough. It's tough to get me like riled up and like, like offended. I can get angry at shit, but like offended yeah. and like where I'm just like literally speechless. Right. It's very, I'm hard pressed to get get to the, that emotion. I don't I don't know if I'm capable of it. Right. I'm not really sure. Like it's weird. <laughs> Because I was looking up a thing that you did that was like this prank movie or whatever. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, they fucked me on that one. <laughs> and you played like Abu the angry, uh, the angry, like, store clerk. clerk. Yeah. <laughs> and I looked at the, I watched the trailer of this and I was like, I cannot believe that this movie was like three, this is movie's three years old, like, yeah. as far as the release date. And like, one of the jokes is literally like, we're gonna like pretend that we're killing dogs in a Chinese restaurant. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. Dude, <laughs> how fast has the fucking world changed? I That's know. three years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was like, oh, we're gonna put this in a major motion exactly. picture, and then they got like black ladies in the grocery in the in the grocery in the restaurant. Like, and they're pretending that they're killing dogs and doing like bad Chinese accents in the, in the, in the kitchen. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know why they got, I, I was surprised even then. I was like, how the fuck are you guys making this movie? But then it's like, these are three Russian prankster dudes. So oh, they're Russian. They're the Russian guy. dudes. Oh. So I think that's why they were able to skate by with that oh, because okay. they're Russian bros. Yeah. Well, I think also like as far as cultural sensitivity goes, yeah, I think yeah. Russia's like at least like 20 years behind <laughs> yeah, us. They're you know, pretty like, low in on the general, list of that yeah, one. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. I didn't realize they were Russian. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's starting to make sense. But how'd they fuck you on this? Thing? Well, they fucked me on this one. Like, I knew what character I was getting into, and I was like, whatever, I'll just try to have some fun with it. But, like, just how they, just on the IMDb, how they named me, they fucked me on the name. Like, I remember writing my name in big block letters. Like, uh-huh. so they made, they made my name a cool dung. like instead of dang it's like you got why i don't know i don't know and i went to find it and then like now it's on imdb and it's like yeah abu the english store clerk as a cool dung like you guys fucking suck man okay let me ask you this though because like so so did they you were in on the prank then yeah 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 i knew exactly i didn't see the i didn't see the clip i don't think i can i don't know if your clips online for that scene specifically because i watched the trailer and there's like one tiny bit where i can see you with like a a turban on yeah yeah yeah, yeah, chasing a guy down the street yep yep but let me ask you this so was the was the was the prank on the people that were watching this go down it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't a lie that they were fucking with you. Right. You were in on the prank. I, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like, I I'm, I guess the prank was on the people around. There weren't really that many people around, though. Right. Like, because I, I don't remember if they showed, like, reactions of, of like, just bystanders, because I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure they would have to, like, sign releases and shit. And, I mean, I don't know. Right, right. So, but truth be told, like, I don't... There's a lot of that movie that didn't really make much fucking sense to me. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I haven't really spent much time trying to dissect a lot of moves on that. No. <laughs> I, I only found it because I was trying to think of like some questions to ask you, <laughs> specific questions, and I was like, "Holy shit!" You know, like I mean, you can find. I mean, I I did a. It's I don't have it on. It's not on IMDb or anything like that. But I did one of those shows, uh, one of those reality shows uh-huh. where um, 
where they're repossessing cars or whatever like that. Uh-huh. It's called like fuck. I can't remember which one it was called. It was. It was called like tow guys. I don't know. It uh-huh. was a towaway thing. Anyways, in the and it's supposed to be real, you right. know. And in the scene, it's me and another guy from this like a acting class I was in. And these guys roll up, and we're we're like a landscaping company, mm. and we got this cherry picker, and we apparently didn't pay it off, and, <laughs> and so they're coming to repossess it, but they're like they're like okay, like get like this. The show's becoming very racial. I don't know why, but like they're like they're like okay, get really like in this guy's face, and it's this gigantic black dude uh-huh. who's like plays like one of the repossessors, and like like say some fucked up shit to him you know and i was just like i don't want to say anything like fucked up to this guy like you know like before this we're like being nice and shaking hands and they're like grab that chainsaw and like try to attack their truck with it and i was like Whoa. i was like i'm not gonna attack a truck with a chainsaw i'm like cut my hand off for 250 dollars. like what the fuck are you talking about and this guy that i i didn't even know him but we were like in acting class i just met him he like picks up the chainsaw goes like, he cuts their fucking side mirror off the fucking truck oh, it's like a new truck and it has like wires in it you know and it's like sparks are flying i'm just like what the fuck are you doing he's like, he's like i don't know i just got into it you know i was like Whoa, dude. People were pushing people like this guy shoved me down on like a, a like a like a tree stump and like I got up and pushed him and then Damn. like and then and they're like all right cut and we're like okay is this real like what the fuck yeah. is going on but it was like it's all fake though you know yeah, yeah, but, but yeah. they want they don't care if you get hurt they don't <gasps> care if like you scream the n word at somebody like right, it's just yeah. like insane you know like what they're trying to get you Golly. to do. I mean, I'm, no, no lie. That was probably my, one of my first movie experiences. I was still like just doing extra work all the time, and I got like this call to go, yeah, be uh, to be an extra in uh, in this Errol Morris flick, and uh, a documentary. Or it, it was it wasn't a documentary, but you know how like he does that style where yes. he'll, he'll recreate kind of from archival things and right. kind of. So it's kind of kind of documentary ish, but he's using actors to do all the things. Gotcha. So like the whole thing like was kind of like flashbacks to yeah. kind of like tell the story. And so the whole thing was about the Abu Ghraib prison. Oh wow! And so like I was a, I was one of those bros. Like I was <laughs> yeah. you know like that that fucking photo with a dude with the hood on his finger, uh, hood on his head, and the electrodes on his fingers. They recreated that. They recreated. Oh my God. They recreated the fucking naked human pyramid. You like, had to do that. I was I was the dude who got I got waterboarded. Oh my god! And they fucking waterboarded me. Dude. What? I got waterboarded. Dude, like, that's straight ins- up. That's insane. I got waterboarded. Was it horrible? Like, fucking scary as shit. Dude. Yeah. Like I don't know. They. I don't think they ever used that footage. Which kind of pissed me off because I actually like I injured myself. Right. Like because I was on like a wooden table like this. They had two dudes holding my arms down. They had a strap over my legs. Two more dudes holding my legs down, and one dude like manning the faucet. Like I was I literally just under like this. This kitchen faucet that just oh my god! Like they tried to they tried to you know do some safeguards. They had like a semi impermeable sandbag first, and then like a canvas bag over that. So, but that's just what waterboarding. Yeah, exactly. It's basically just waterboarding, and I'm like, oh fuck, fuck! And like they're like, oh no, don't worry about it. There's no water. No water is really gonna get into your into your face. I'm like, all right, cool. I trust you guys. Yeah. No fucking immediately. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. Like you know, when people are like. Oh, like, oh, this thing's fake in a movie or whatever. It's like, not like, even if the stunt guy, even if it's the stunt guy doing yeah. it versus the actor, the stunt guy still has to fall down that Ex- flight of stairs. Exactly. He just knows how to do it better. He's right. still going to get fucked up. Exactly. You know, like, he's still going to get bloody. He's still yeah. going to get beat up. You know, he just, he just knows how to do it, like, so that he doesn't die. Exactly. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. 
I feel like I feel like they were kind of they were kind of willy nilly on set. I don't know. Like I, I've I've watched the movie once or well, I think once. What's it actually. called? It's called SOP. Okay, Standard Operating Procedure. Oh, I think I've seen the, that on there. I yeah. think the only uh, the only scene that I think you'll actually ever see of me is my, I think my butt and my balls are in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> as I'm crawling, as I'm crawling naked in this like dank, dirty fucking like prison cell, just crawling around. And I think that yeah, they shot it from behind. So I'm like, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't realize that. That's I didn't realize that's what was gonna make it in the movie. So I love it. Like it, that, that's the only thing that makes it in. Just your your ass. It's like you could. Yeah, the, the, was the waterboarding not compelling enough? Well, <laughs> you you should have had him butt chug you. <laughs> Something. You, you would have been the star. They were looking to do like as many weird things to people as possible. Like they had like they had fire ants. So, like who wants to have fire ants all over them? It's like fear factor. Like who? Yeah, basically. I mean, like where the fuck is rogues, dude? Um, oh and then they, they were like asking people like who wants to shave off one eyebrow <laughs> <laughs> like, who doesn't want another acting job for six months yeah, exactly and then their justification for it I remember they were asking for days they're like we just need someone to shave off one eyebrow oh my god and they were just they're con- like everybody was constantly just like Look, don't worry about it. Like, just if you shave off the other one, it's barely noticeable. Right. Except for, like, on you. It would <laughs> yeah, be, exactly. like, the most noticeable thing ever. <laughs> so, then they, finally, they were negotiating with this one dude. He wanted, like, five grand or something oh like that God. to do it. Like, I know. Hey. I've been there before on sets before, too, where they're just like, hey, uh, like, well, with a bunch of extras, and they'll just be like, which one of you girls is, like, willing to get naked? Yeah. And then she's like, then one will be like, I'll do it. Um, can I get like $500? And they're like, no. And she's like, okay, I'll do it. Oh, you no. know, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh, God. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty exploitative. Hollywood is brutal. Hollywood. It's pretty brutal. Yeah. yeah. They'll take whatever they fucking get from you. So it's amazing what, uh, yeah, it's amazing like what people get called out for these days for saying and doing in like, like this fucking podcast or anything like that, right. you know? And then what, like if you step onto a set, like what actually will go down sometimes, oh, yeah. you know, it, under the umbrella of like, we're making a movie mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's like, I get it. You got to If you're going to, if you're going to make a fucking movie about like, if you're going to make the deuce or whatever, yeah. you're going to have to have people being naked. Like yeah, exactly. I get it. But it's like, the the hypocrisy of like we're gonna do that and then we're not gonna let someone like uh be a dick in real life you know like it's like right. dude you're doing the same thing my like this guy who's pulling his dick out is pulling his dick out wherever it, right it just, yeah why is it different if he's getting paid and there's a bunch of people watching him versus right you know, yeah. it, it's the same fucking thing he's just not getting paid <laughs> yeah it's worse That's if you're not getting paid exactly. like somehow like pulling a girl out of like a 20 a, a year old girl out of a like a pool of people that she's like getting pressured in front of a bunch of people to that's, like, yeah, we're, that's we're losing just, light guys we're losing yeah, light you know yeah. like and then all of a sudden like that's fine versus right. like if I was to go to a bar and just be like come on come home with me you know right, come right, on right. come on with you, oh, you pr-. like it's like yeah. how is that different it's insane like just, just put a camera in her face I guess yeah, that's all it's dude like, like that's what it, like those girls gone wild things remember oh, like yeah, that yeah. Shit, shit when like that would come on at night and uh-huh. I'd just be like what the fuck how is this okay like you know just going up to people at bars <laughs> and offering them a hundred dollars to like show their breasts <laughs> while they're drunk like and recording it and then putting it on the e entertainment network at like midnight that's kind of unbelievable like i knew the dude who did that actually like oh yeah what was that guy's name something francis yeah joe francis Francis. yeah Yeah, his sister like totally went down yeah he went down he he was probably like one of the first to like 
go down. He was like, waving ahead of his time. I know. On that. I like, know. I can't like, believe it. He's like ten years before. I can't it's believe it. It's like what we're talking about. Is like somehow that at that era, like people are just like I'd be sitting there with my parents watching TV, and a commercial for yeah. Girls Gone Wild would come on, and we would just sit through it in silence, and then go back to like, yeah, like how is this on prime time? Dude? Yeah. What the fuck, man? <laughs> Um, so, so you were doing, wait, so what, oh yeah, so then you went from, you went from playing Abu Ghraib prisoner showing your dick and balls to playing, uh, <laughs> like a, a version of Apu, basically. basically. All they did yeah. was change one letter to it. That's true. That's all they did. Is yeah. Abu even a name? Like, Abu is like, I think a name in like, like the Arab world. Like it's not, <laughs> you know, like I've never once met an Abu. I've played multiples. Right. <laughs> And like, yeah. So Indian people wear turbans, though, right? Is this uh, Sikhs do. The Sikhs. Sikhs. Okay, yeah. yeah. Sikhs so do. like, right. That's what it's sort of. Based yeah, yeah, on. yeah. Oh my God. But that was like such a shitty turban, like that they had just gotten from some. <laughs> yeah. Again, th- these Russian bros had no fucking clue, and I don't think they needed to. <laughs> they didn't care. They didn't care. No. The whole thing. I think. The, I think the prank was basically when. Now that I'm thinking about it, I think the prank was always on me and everybody else. Not that wasn't those three dudes who were doing the movie. I think, right. I think the natural born pranksters, whatever they called it. Yeah, I think the prank was on us, right? The viewing population and the people involved in the and movie. people in the movie. Like they were like, <laughs> we're not even really making a movie. Yeah. You're just like, oh my god, it's just an extended YouTube video, basically. So when did like so when did you kind of get into the was improv the first thing that you kind of did as far as like. Yeah. Getting into the acting thing, mm-hmm. what? and how old were you then? When you- I that's literally I think when I first started com- coming to LA was about twenty four, twenty five. And were you going to where were you going? Groundlings? Or? I was at UCB. Oh, UCB. Okay. Yeah. And uh, what what year was that? Oh, was that I don't know, ten years ago? Okay. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to remember when like kind of like UCB started or whatever because that's where I went too. Uh-huh. But yeah. I went. I guess I went like fuck, man. I mean, this is scary. I guess I went about ten years too uh-huh. ago. Yeah. That's how long I've been here. Yeah. yeah. I would go to, um, for classes, we would go, it was off of, uh, fuck, what was it? Was it off Melrose? Yeah, in Utah or whatever. Melrose. Yeah, something yeah, like Ogden that. Ogden Street? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Ogden. Yeah, that yeah. little theater upstairs. Right, but yeah. yeah. I went there a couple times, uh-huh. too, yeah. That's where sure. all of our classes were in our... our uh, That's weird. Uh, we, we probably missed each other by like a year probably, or two. Probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was in classes with John Bowie... Uh, Jamie Denbo, his wife. I took classes with Colton Dunn. Yeah, Colton Dunn. I used to see him. Uh, uh, there was a what was the? There was a team. They had the improv battles at U, UCB uh, cage match. Oh right, yeah, yeah. yeah. And there was a team called Convoy. Uh huh. And those guys won like every week for like fifty weeks in oh, a row. Right, yeah. But I saw them. Uh, I saw them go up against Colton Dunn. One time, where I think it was just him by himself, oh, shit. doing yeah, an improv yeah. show, and oh, it was wow. fucking amazing. That's and cool. I saw him, and I also saw, and he lost, but it was like still like everyone was just like I mean, standing that's quite ovation. A feat. Like, that's quite a feat. There was no way yeah. these guys were the, the three guys that did Convoy. I've seen them in stuff, and I've seen them around. I'm sure they'd write in for people, and uh-huh. I can't remember what their names were, but they were fucking amazing every time I saw them, and and just to go up against them. I saw them saw him go up against him with another guy, like two people improv, which is hard too. Yeah, yeah. And 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 they killed it, and they they still lost to these guys. But he went up against them by himself and lost. But like everyone was just like standing ovation oh, afterwards, just because yeah. it was so insane. Like that, like the shit he was pulling out and able to do just as yeah. like one guy. You That's know? right. Yeah. Yeah, he was super talented. Man. I never, I never really met him. I studied with. I can't remember all the guys. I, I, there was a Julie. 
Brister woman, I believe I studied with and, uh, all the people that I studied with were really cool and yeah. really good. You know, uh-huh. I really, I really enjoyed it. The problem I had was I, I was a little bit older than everybody and the kids that were in those classes kind of drove me insane. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. I just couldn't get, I couldn't get on the same page with like references and stuff. Oh sure. Like sure. I would reference shit and they just wouldn't fucking know what I was talking ah, about. Yeah. And then their stuff was all like Facebook related or, oh, or right. like online. And I was just kind of like, pre-online kind of guy uh-huh. you know it's like the old guy <laughs> like the teachers would laugh at what i was saying and yeah the yeah, student, yeah the students would just be like what the fuck is this guy talking what the fuck silence of the lambs you know? <laughs> like, oh, jesus christ you know <laughs> so did you go through all the levels over there i i think i i stopped like halfway through level five okay and it's i mean nothing against ucb i mean it was just my i, I kind of just grew a little fatigued yeah of it it's very um, competitive really competitive i was never trying to join like a team or anything right. i just kind of i liked the community that i had and there. i met a lot of really rad friends um and i that i still keep up with today um and so it was it was something for me like it was something that i needed to kind of learn about but yeah i wasn't super into being part of a team going going right. forward with the whole thing and I just felt a little repetitive, and so I was like, I'm just going to not do this anymore. And I couldn't get along with anyone. I, I didn't make friends with anyone. Yeah. I really enjoyed the act of, like, the 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 improv and when I was doing it, but, like, outside of, like, the actual... Uh, actually, I met one guy later that I kind of st- still keep in touch with, but, but I didn't like him then, so it was right. kind of funny, but... Um, one, there's one guy that I made really good friends with, and we became super uh, close, and then he died. Oh, shit. <laughs> So that's the only wow, the only guy, the only guy that I. We're, we're getting pretty, we're getting pretty good on this. We're going from racism to uh, to laughing at the dead. It's super dark, yeah, <laughs> pretty Hell dark. Yeah. I like it. Um, yeah, no, and it's funny when I started this podcast. It was and the original idea was to do something with him. When I first oh, heard really? about podcasting, I was like, oh, I want to do something with this guy. Yeah, you know? yeah. And then, and then he passed away. Oh man. Um, but yeah, it was. It just. Comedians and musicians, you know, mm-hmm. it's just an un- unhealthy uh, lifestyle, I guess. I don't well, know. you're doing the carb-free thing, you said. Oh yeah, I'm doing the carbs. I I quit like man, I quit smoking. I like the drinking's like way down. Really, that's good. Oh actually. yeah, I started eating healthy. I'm getting yeah. up every morning, exercising. No shit. Oh yeah, I lost like thirty pounds. I mean, you. I was gonna say you're looking pretty good. Thank you, it. thank you. Yeah, yeah nice. I've I've earned it. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm fucking going hard though. But the, but the thing is about like it's. The thing about me is like everything else. It's like, dude, it's like it's obsessive compulsive. Is it? Yeah. You know, so it's like, dude, when I smoked, I was smoking all the time. When Uh I drank, I was drinking all the time. Now I'm working out, working out like all the time. Really? Like I get up and I go like I, I read about it and I look at videos and they're like, yeah, you need a rest day. And I'm just like, I'm like, fuck, I can't have a rest day. Like I I gotta, I gotta get a little bit smarter about it. You know, I went and did. uh, Muay Thai with uh, Amy Joe. Oh yeah, yeah, with Nico. Yeah, with Nico the other day, and that was awesome. He's just like, I'm just like standing, (laughs) like we're in Griffith Park, and I'm just like standing there with my arms above my head, shirtless, and he's just kicking me in the stomach. God, I want to see that. This <laughs> is like, and it's this, this French guy kicking you in the yeah, stomach, like, and so he's just rad. going like, he's like, the thing about this is, it'll make your life so much better if I kick you in. And my accent's terrible. <laughs> I kick you in the stomach, and it makes your your life better, and the things happen that you want to happen, and Whoa. it makes sex with your wife better. No shit. And then he, then I punch you in the stomach, and it make, clears your mind, you know. And I'm just like, I'm just like Jesus Christ, man! Like, can I just like, I'm just trying to get in shape, you know. <laughs> 
this kicking you in the gut's gonna change your world dude. yeah it's like i'm like you're just telling me the secret right now yeah, like right. like but, but, while kicking me in the stomach <laughs> Boom, visualize success yeah exactly that's exactly what it is that's the mentality that's fucking rad i loved it man i had such that's a good awesome. time now i think i'm gonna go back next week and bring the whole band with me now nice, dude. um no it's like I, I don't know, man, just changing it up, like changing your fucking, changing your body up. Like, Jess, I mean, last night Jess was like, she's just like, you are like a totally different person as far as your like level of anger and anxiety and how much you fly off the handle, yeah. you know? Like, how long was it for you that like when you decided to stop like smoking and drinking, like, was it just kind of like a gradual thing where you decided and then you just kind of over time did it or were you just like, I'm just fucking done now? Well, it's the different there's different like aspects of it that have been gradual but the smoking thing which was probably the i'd say that actually getting the starting to exercise was harder than the smoking thing but the smoking thing went on for so long uh-huh i then I, I probably told you this before but like when we were on tour in europe i got super sick with this like insane lung infection uh-huh and this was this was like every day playing the shows traveling Staying up all night drinking and like smoking like a pack of cigarettes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, within a span of a day, but it would be like, I'd smoke like maybe like four or five during the day and then after the show, just like go hard. Right. Until you pass out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at some point during that time, I got this lung infection and uh, it just wouldn't go away. And uh-huh. I'm in the back of a van and we're driving like to Norway. And I'm like coughing up blood. Oh shit! And and like trying to get go to the doctor, and nobody knows what's wrong. And I finally came back here after the tour, and my fucking throat was just ragged, mm-hmm. and my chest hurt, and everything just hurt. And I went to this doctor, and he he just gave me this like really heavy duty like antibiotics to get rid. It's like a kind of like a bacterial infection. I'm not really sure. Uh-huh. They weren't really sure what it was, or he said he said it could have been pneumonia. You know? Oh fuck! And after that, I was just like, man, I just can't. I can't even think about putting like any unnecessary smoke into my lungs after that because right. I was in so much pain, you know. Yeah, so that yeah. just caused me to quit. Interesting, you okay. know. Yeah, and I quit like immediately, and I haven't had a cigarette in like over two years since. Oh yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But it needed it needed something like that, and then and then I think what happened with the exercising thing is the exercise just bleeds into. If you, I was reading, it's funny. I was reading about Willie Nelson. He's like really, he was. Really, I don't know if he still is, but he was really into like jogging you uh-huh. know he got really into it and it, it was this thing where he'd be like yeah because i was you know i was drinking and smoking the night before and then i felt like i had to like do something to kind of reverse the effects of it the next day so sure. i got into jogging he's like and then once i started jogging it was like i felt good and i didn't really want to reach for a cigarette i didn't want to reach for a beer you know and it yeah, just kind of yeah, helps you sense. stop you know and so yeah and so then i just got into it and i was like and i started doing the intermittent fasting thing uh-huh. and then and then i just went like hardcore because i obsessed about that, it yeah, like that's everything just, that's, else that's just how you like to do now i'm like anyway. too fucking deep and i gotta i gotta like now i gotta quit exercising you know what i mean like it's like i'm like replace one thing with the other you're you know? just binging binging doing weights and shit like that exactly yeah. but i was talking to nico about it too and he you know because he's he's uh i don't know how like fully practicing he is but he does uh practice judaism you know mm-hmm. and and he I was like, what do you do for like food and stuff? And he's like, well, I just kind of eat like small amounts during the day. And, 
I don't really eat big meals, but I also, because of religious reasons, I, I'll do a lot of fasting. And oh, stuff yeah, too, I got gotcha. you. Know? Yeah, 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 yeah. And for me, when I started doing the fasting thing, I don't do it anymore just because it, I just don't want to be too regimented and too crazy. Sure. But, like, I just fucking, like, lost weight like crazy. Yeah. You know, like, you just, it just peels it off. Right, of you, right. You know? it's, it's kind of amazing, you know? I'm, that's definitely something that's that's interested me. I, I grew up with like my my mom would do for religious reasons. Like yeah. she would they would like she just fasted the other day. What like, religion her, are they? My mom's Hindu. Okay. Dad's family is Sikh, but dad's not really practicing so much. Right. And then like, and there's fasting involved in in Hindu yeah, religion. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 There's a lot. So my mom would fast maybe a couple times a year, maybe three four times a year for various like religious. And like, how long does she do it for? Like, it's just like there's like a whole, just like a whole day, right? Like, you do like a 24 hour, yeah, yeah. like a sun down to yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or suns, yeah, gotcha. Like kind of like uh, maybe like Ramadan or something, sort like of, that. yeah, 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 yeah. It's interesting. So yeah, the, the, my mom. So yeah, growing up, my mom would do that a lot, and she still does. And so it's it's always been in the back of my mind of like you know these are things that to really kind of. Yeah, for religious reasons, but then obviously, like, yeah, they're finding more and more like health benefits. To yeah. these. and my parents are pretty healthy people. I mean, they, yeah, you know, they're luckily not not getting too sick, and you know, keeps them young. I don't know, you know, I don't know, like, if it because you know, my dad passed away a few months ago, uh-huh. and I don't know if like that kind of if it's if it's sort of coming out of that, like, to take care better care of myself, mm. and I don't really you know care what the reason is or whatever, right? You know, but but. um yeah, the fasting thing is interesting because um, it takes you to weird mental places too. Yeah. It can get kind of uh, it can get kind of psychedelic too. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's and, what I hear. Yeah, so I don't know. It's like um, the longer you do it, the more kind of uh, focused you can get too. You know, you like the whole like your surroundings shrink around you. Huh. You know, it's it's pretty it get a little tunnel visiony. You know, yeah. but not in a bad way. Just very like hyper aware and hyper focused. You know, interesting. I wonder what that is. Like, I wonder what what mechanism that. I mean, it's some it's, sort it's, of chemical it's, reaction. So strange, yeah, going like, on in your brain. And and the, what a lot of it I read was like a lot of times when you feel like you're hungry, you're actually just thirsty. You're dehydrated. Yeah, exactly. You know? right, right, and, right. And I don't think people realize how much water we actually need. Oh, sure. You know? I love I love the people who are out there claiming like that we don't need to drink water. Like there's this there's this <laughs> fucking. I was dating this girl uh, last year, and like she would forward me these things from like because yeah, she was like she was like a yoga vegan, and like uh-huh. so she would find even more extreme people than her, and she would forward me this one woman's like Facebook thing, and just this woman was like so adamant like we as humans are not supposed to drink water because if you think about it you know uh if if in the wild you have your back turned and you're drinking water crouching you're gonna get murdered and so that means you're not (laughs) supposed to drink water (laughs) she's like the only liquids that we need are from like fruits Right and it's like oh okay I, I mean there's like that type I mean, of thing that makes sense I mean just just the fact that you would get it from the fruit but it's also yeah yeah but it's also like you're trying to you're trying to say fucking water like what you think you're gonna rust inside like what the fuck is wrong with you dude that's insane I mean it's just too much free time on people I think, it's, I think that's what it is it's a lot of fucking free it's time the that people flat have. earth people like conceptualizing these it's <laughs> I mean honestly man like the the I think part of it too is like the older you get it's like you gotta figure out a way to like trick your brain or trick yourself and just so you can change your perspective or something because like you get in you get in these ruts and if you don't do something totally different than what you've been doing Mm -hmm. like you you can't get out of them and it's almost like a depression or something like that yeah yeah and and i feel like uh 
people that have theories like that, you know, these are these are people that are not really interacting with the outside exactly. world. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. They spend a lot of time just kind of ruminating and just thinking about their own theories and coming up with their own ideas. And, and spending maybe too much time on the fucking computer probably. and stuff like that. Because the older I get, the, le- the less I want to be... I mean, I'm still as addicted as anyone else to, like, the phone or yes, whatever. Exactly, but, yeah. like, the more I want to just be, like, outside yeah. doing stuff. I agree know? with like, you. Like, yeah. I feel more comfortable outside now than I than I ever did. And yeah. I, it's just... I think I'm just, like... Maybe thinking about like how much time do I have left to like, <laughs> see the earth, you know, just sure. in general, you know, yeah, or I to mean, be alive versus like trapped in this like sort of uh, simulation that we're in or whatever yeah. the fuck it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then you got out of the improv thing and then and then you started what would you just get into acting or I like, mean, yeah, that was kind of part and parcel. Like I was trying to I was trying to, you know, get some roles early on. And like, I think only this past like year two years that I start really getting work. Yeah. I mean, it's been, it's been a long time coming being like in LA for like a long time. And I wasn't like, I would do small little projects, you know, I would just kind of always be waiting for people to be like, Oh, you know, are you, are you writing something? Are you guys shooting something? Right. You know, I'll, I'll do whatever I can to kind of be part of it. Um, so it wasn't until fairly recently that I started actually getting, getting more and more work. And then like finally having, Finally, like getting health insurance from SAG, like, yeah, which, yeah. Was, like, which was one of the big things. Like I would, I would tell my folks, I would, you know, call them up and they'd be like, "Oh yeah, I booked this commercial, booked this and that, whatever." They'd be like, "Oh, that's great, that's great." When I told them I got SAG health insurance, they're like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> like, literally that, that's why Jess legit. and I got married. You know, yeah, right? was like that. Like we had talked about it forever. You know, we just never did it. And then when I got the health insurance through SAG, she was like, "Okay, we're getting married yeah, now." Right? And, and it like it helped. Man. Yeah, it, yeah, for it's, sure. It's insane. But now it's like that's what I. That's what like my goal is is to like work enough to like exactly. keep it. I know, know, I know, and it, yeah. it's actually kind of interesting. But it's the same thing for me because once you see that breakdown of like, okay, how much do I need to make this year right. to keep that? It turns insurance. into a video. Game. It turns into a video game. Yeah, yeah you kind of make it. It's really fun then all of a sudden. And then you, it's funny. It's like you take your your just your life in general, and if you look at it kind of like a video game too, mm-hmm. as far as like trying to like you know make it to the next level. You know, yeah. like we're doing that with the band. Like it's like. This idea that like being an actor or being a musician is any different than like working in a corporation as far as like you you grow like just like you grow like as you just climb the ladder as you like get, yeah, exactly. you know get better you know obviously like if you're you can you know win the lottery and hit it big or whatever and do stuff but like it's kind of like you got to like put in your like time I know, know? Like, yeah 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 no one's just going to put you in a fucking feature film no way no. you have to work your way up yeah. you know or be willing to get waterboarded for it <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. i mean it's all really just it is all just really a, a type of waterboarding <laughs> yeah, really yeah. it's just it's just a slow <laughs> You just you're, you, we're being waterboarded right now. We just don't know it. You know that's the thing. Yeah. Um, but it's funny. The first I think the first thing I saw you in though was Arrival. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and it yeah, was, yeah. It was so awesome because yeah. it was like I was like watching the movie and then you came on the screen and I was just like, "Fuck!" Like I know that guy, and it was just like, and it was such a big movie too. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. As was... far as like the scope of the movie, sure. You know? yeah, like, yeah. And like, who directed that movie? That was Denny Villeneuve. Yeah, that's the yeah, thing. It's like I was yeah. like, "Oh man!" Like this is the first. Like I've seen, you know, I've been in movies and I've had lots of friends that have been in movies and stuff, and like, but to see like a movie that was like a real serious movie with big actors yeah, yeah, and yeah. like real music and like uh-huh. and and real directors you know it was like crazy yeah it was funny 
That was fun. That was that was a good one. But you have you have a connection to like New Orleans and those guys though. How do you know those guys? Yeah, so is that like, from out here. Or? That's from out here. So like when I was at when I was at UCB, uh, my friend uh, who used to live out here, he went, he moved back recently. But uh, my buddy Rory, we became really fast friends, and he plugged me into his whole New Orleans crew. Okay. And so like once we started hanging out a lot, that's how I met like Jar- Jared and yeah. Java and and. Uh, you know, all those kids and Chris, yeah. yeah. So I, then I was, I was, I ended up living in the same house. When I first moved to LA, I was in like mid city area. Our house got robbed. Like oh, as soon as I, like two months, three months after I moved there, we got robbed. Like, like robbed how? I think it was a landlady. Really? Like, I think, I think it was. But I'm what did they sure. take? They took all of like they took like our TV. Well, it was my TV. They took my TV. They took like camera. Uh, they took my fucking watch. They took a bunch of my clothes. Right. They ra- they ransacked my. Here's the weird peculiar TV, part. camera and watch. So now you just replace that all with a phone. So now I just yeah, yeah. Fine. <laughs> I'm fine. Yeah, totally now I have fine. a phone, so I don't need yeah. any of those things anymore. But they they like ransacked my roommate's room, and not only that, they they took the trash can from the kitchen and just dumped it on his floor. Yeah, and like it, it screamed something so right. personal to me that I was like, okay, they didn't do that to my room. They you know definitely roughed up my shit a little bit, but like they trashed his fucking room. Right. So that like it kind of led me. It's to like it's either it like personal or they do like or when it's an inside job like that they do something like where they go too far where you're just like I know this is like yeah. they're trying to make it look like they don't you know what I mean right, it's like right. they like they're like oh they like shit on the like coffee table like <laughs> yeah. why did they do that you know like <laughs> just like gotcha you know, like. <laughs> I don't know. Man. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's a fun. nice. Was, that's a nice welcome to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Welcome to town, though. <laughs> yeah. So then I was like, I gotta get out of here. I gotta go somewhere more safe. So I moved to Echo Park. Yeah. Sure. Um, but what, what year was this, though? This was, uh, I think, like oh nine. Okay. So it was, yes. So oh eight, oh nine. You were fine. Like, yeah, I was. They fine. just thought that you were yeah. a Mexican guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember, even still at that time, they were still like doing some. I remember the big story. Well, one of the big ones was like. Bros were high on acid and fucking, you know, did some drive-bys just oh, down yeah. on, on Echo Park Ave. I remember one of the when I first moved here, I was in because I had when I was like I came from Seattle and and I had friends that lived in L.A. and I asked them, I said, "Oh, where do you guys live?" You know, and they're like, uh, "Oh, we live in Echo Park." You know, and I and I knew about that from the movie uh, Mi Vida Loca. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Allison Anders movie, and I was like, "Oh man, that's like a crazy neighborhood. Like right. that's super gnarly." You know, and and then by the time I got down here, you know, it changed, of course. Mm-hmm. And, and but I do remember I was I was driving to. Um, where that Lassens is now, it was like it was like a, I think it was a Walgreens, well, I think it was a Walgreens CVS, or CVS yeah. yeah. And I was turning in, I was trying to turn in, but there's a woman pushing a a stroller across the driveway, uh-huh. and so these dudes were honking at me like to turn, you know. But I was like, I can't because there's a fucking woman with a baby, and they're honking, and then I just like went like that, you know, like put my this is good on radio, put my <laughs> arm up behind me to like wave them off, you yeah, know, yeah. yeah. Thinking I'm in Seattle, where like what the fuck's like what Bill Gates is gonna get out of his electric car and like I'm gonna curb stomp him to death or whatever, but I'm not in Seattle anymore, you know. So like these dudes followed me in there and they got out and they're like, "This is Echo Park Homes." Oh shit! And I was like, "Oh yeah, shit!" Like I can't just like fucking wave people off. Like I can't like I can't road rage to dudes down here. It's not the same. The other night I was driving home down here and some fucking dude. I think I think I cut him off, but Uh I didn't realize that i did right 
But he pulled up next to me in like an SUV and just swerved into the lane and tried to run me oh, off the no, road. Dude. Like at like midnight, you know, and then fuck. was just like trying to run me off the fucking two freeway, you know. What like, the fuck? I know. And then like followed me and I like had to lose him up on like York or whatever. Dude. Yeah. And it was like, I was like, oh, God, that really, man? Because I'm like, what the fuck do I do? Like if I get out of the car, he's going to be like, oh, shit, this guy's like six foot three and like you know i'm not like a small dude so he's probably gonna be like okay cool i need to stab or shoot this motherfucker Jesus you know Christ, so i just like i'm just like what do i do do i call 911 you know like, i don't know what do you <laughs> do yeah what do i don't know try to like, lose yeah, him try really. to lose him yeah, yeah that's basically it yeah. yeah i don't know i was talking to i was talking to our buddy jared and he had similar he had something that like could have gone really wrong had he had jared i think decided to be a dick or whatever yeah but like he he had something where like he maybe almost hit a car and then the dude kind of pulls up right next to him, and Jared just kind of does this thing. Yeah, yeah. And the dude put your arms like, up. The, the, the white white guy move. Yeah, put, yeah, yeah. Put your arms up. Like, like what? I mean, but, that's actually an emoji of a white <laughs> yeah, guy exactly. going putting his yeah. arms up. Yeah. But then the bro, the bro right next to him, just like, dude, just be a good person. Oh, and yeah. Jared just kind of shut down after. He's like, oh fuck, maybe you're right. All yeah. Right, maybe yeah. I should just be more chill. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right, cool, thanks, guy. <laughs> One time, a guy was honking at me to cross the street, and I was with Jess, and I just and and we weren't ready. To, we weren't there to the corner yet to cross the street. So I was like, we're not going to cross the street. We're not even there yet. And he was honking and like waving like that. And he goes, and I go like, I was like. I was like, just fucking go, dipshit. <laughs> and he rolls down oh, the window. No. He goes, who you calling dipshit, motherfucker? I'll sharpen your fucking dick like a pencil, you white boy cocksucker. I was like, okay. Anyway, sorry, sir. Carry ah, on. You know, I like, love that. I That's like, so good. And Jess, of course, is just like, what are you doing? <laughs> Why? Why would you say that to him? What's going on? I don't want to feel unsafe in this neighborhood. I'm just like, all right. I'm sorry. I'll make dinner. You know, we're like come back with grocery stores and, <laughs> but that's my that's the problem is my first reaction is to always be the fucking dick and then i go like ah, i know fuck, i know you I gotta you gotta really like that that's the impulse you gotta try to curb stomp i think like i mean i get it too man i'm i'm, I'm, I'm where the I'm, exercising comes in i right? think so like i'm a dude who's sort of filled with rage a lot and so like i get i get pretty angry and like i get pretty charged up and so that's that's something that i gotta yeah, like I know that I c- it can get me in a lot of trouble. Like, yeah, I can run my mouth sometimes, and it can. That's it can always be been my problem, yeah. man, is running my mouth. Yep. and not even like meaning it, like just like just to like get a reaction just, or just to like fucking. Yeah, yeah. I, I was bombing so hard in acting class the other night, just because like there's a bunch of like new like younger people uh-huh. in there, and they're just like. They thought, I, you know, this guy was wearing a Hello Kitty jacket, and I was like, "Oh, it's uh, from the Jeffrey Epstein collection." Everyone's just like, "What? Too soon? What are you? What are you talking? Like, just stupid shit like that." I'm just like, "I'm like, fuck! I forget that I'm not around, like, you know, other forty year old guys. yeah <laughs> comedy guys that think that shit's funny." Yeah, it's just like you gotta like actors are a special breed. I don't really hang out with too many of them. No, it's... I've noticed that I don't have many actor friends. Like, I don't either, man. The people it's... in the yeah, the people I hang out with, like at least in the industry, are just like mostly just either musicians or comedians or just like other artists of, of various ilks. But like, I've tried, man. I've tried hanging out with actors, and I just I've never I've never really enjoyed myself. Yes, and, and I've been on set with people where I'm just like, and I like I've had like directors or someone tell me like, yeah, the guy's like pretty weird. You know, he's a really good actor, and I'm just like everybody that I've met who's been a really good actor has been fucking like weird. weird. Like the best fucking actors i've met are the worst like people to hang out yeah, with in yeah. real life where you're just like and that's, that man. scares like, me too because i'm like man I'm, I'm like a i like to think i'm a pretty amiable dude and like you know approachable and nice and so i was like 
does that now preclude me from being a good actor? So you got to be fucking damaged be, and fucked up. I think you either have to be like really smart and really dedicated and 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 understanding of uh, people and listening, or you're just this like empty shell that yeah, like yeah. characters can possess. Sure, like a fucking box or something yeah. like filled with like a weird ghost. Because I've seen those people too, where uh-huh. it's like it's like some woman gets up there and does like this amazing scene or does an amazing whatever take on a on a, in, a, in a role or something and then like she gets off and you're just like oh that was really great and she's like uh-huh. like just like can't talk oh, like right. can't, you yeah. know can't relate to humans unless uh-huh. like they say action you oh, know yeah 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 so, so it's weird yeah fuck man that kind of scares me like it, it i think it doesn't really scare like, it, it it's definitely a peculiar thing to me to like to be there's so much hype about acting and there's so much yeah. hype about, you know, just these things about like and so I, I try to I try to cut through and see what's actually like the truth and what's actually just like just these stories and these myths that kind of get, get created about people's process and you know what, what it really at the end of the day, like it's just like it's just fucking pretending to do something. Right? Sure. Like yeah. like um what was it? I think I forgot who it was, but it, it was like one of these old timer actors was talking to some like you know, both really good actors in their own regards. I, I I don't know who who said to who, but like one of the guys was going all method, and right. the older fellow was just like, "Why don't you just try acting? It's right. so much easier. <laughs> like, right. like, why are you pulling out your own fucking tooth to feel pain or whatever? Like, just you know, just act. Sure. Just act. Yeah, yeah. You know? I know. I feel like I have. I like. I feel like I've always kind of in the middle of that somewhere like i like i i I like that i like the method thing but i just can't do it Uh i like kind of respect it but i can't get there yeah 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 that whole thing it's just it just feels too false to me like yeah i think i think there is there is that dissociative thing that you kind of have to have right and like it's it's but it is also i got to assume that it's got to be it's practice too like it's it's a thing it's a it's a behavior and like a mental thing that you can learn to do to right. a degree, right? Like you don't have to already be an insane person, like at the at the at the brink of maybe having like dissociative personality disorder, or like you know schizophrenic. Like, I don't think you have to be like a schizophrenic to be. Able I don't to think do you it. have to be. I, I don't think like. But I think it's like a training thing that you can. Like look at Daniel Day Lewis. He's probably just like a pretty chill guy. He right. seems like it in real sure. life, you know. Yeah. But yeah. I've met people like that were really good actors where I was just like. This person seems like they're just like a fucking psycho. Uh-huh. Like they like they they see like a, they they act like a serial killer. You sure. know, like they they are not emotional. They're not like emotionally connected to right, people. Right. Like outside of the the, the acting. Part yeah, of it, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's bizarre. That's bizarre. Yeah, yeah. It is, it is. So, where do you think you're at now? Like, where, like, where do you feel like you're at right I now? I mean, I'm still at that good. I'm still, I'm still climbing. You know, I'm not. I don't know if. Uh, I don't think i'm ready to pack it in you know because again like i'm doing pretty decent work now i mean lots of commercials it's yeah. cool um and then you know i think just more and more things are just popping up i remember like last year i was i started kind of like i was going through a little bit of a depression like kind of hitting a funk and almost got like released from my agency because i was kind of like saying stupid shit and like saying you know, stupid shit to them to them oh, and yeah. like and they're like <laughs> and my agent calls me in he's like yo dude just come on in we gotta talk like yeah he's like that last email you sent, like, like just kind of complaining that you weren't com- getting enough yeah, work, yeah, 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 kind of that shit, and like, yeah. but again, it was like rooted in this like, this like deep fucking spiral that I was going through. Sure. I was like, it was it was kind of gnarly, and uh, and then he kind of put me straight. He's like, yo, look, if it was anybody else, I would have fucking dropped him. But like, yeah. I really like, I see something for you. you. You're you know, like, you're my guy. I found you. That's nice. You're my baby. Yeah. 
And so that was nice. And so like it, it, I think as far as like where I'm at now, I don't know. You know, I, I, I like where I'm at. I would like to be doing a lot more work. Sure. Um, there's little things that I've done in the past couple of months that are starting to come up now. Um, little TV shows, little animation things that I've done. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just it's I'm I'm happy to just be constantly doing work and whenever it's, I can, like in any kind of format. Totally. It's know. funny. I, I feel the same way. I feel like uh, I feel like I'm I'm not working as much as I should, and then and then when I kind of look back at the year and I go like, well, I was fucking out of town for like over three months. Yeah. With touring and with family stuff and all the shit that went down this year. And then I still look at the amount of like work that I did do. I'm like, oh, I did a lot more than I thought. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and that kind of like gets it going. But like when you're in the moment, you're just like, I need to be doing this all the time. I agree. You know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's so, hard. It's like, yeah. Looking back on, on the things that you do, like it's easy. It's easy, I think, especially when you want to challenge yourself, and I'm kind of similar in that in that regard. Like, I'm not really ever satisfied. You know, I just want to. Yeah. It's like it needs to be more. It needs to be better. It needs to be, you know, always climbing. So I think when you have that kind of personality trait, like you're gonna be hard on yourself. Totally. And like from the outset, from the outside perspective, people are gonna be like, "Dude, you've done fucking like ten commercials this year. Like, what yeah, the yeah. fuck? What are you complaining about?" Yeah. It's like, I mean, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I shouldn't. Not that. I'm but they weren't films. But they weren't films. <laughs> I didn't get to act. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> we were just talking about that the other day. It's like I actually like I like commercials in the sense of you just know what you're. You're just like. They're just trying to put me in a box, man. Like I, I don't I'm not I'm not trying to like impress like they they already know before I walk exactly. in there like if I'm right for it or exactly. not. They're just trying to show the client as many options as possible, yeah. but it ain't about it's like it ain't about me doing a great job in here. No, you know? no, it's no, just, really. It's just keep your fucking mouth shut and stand where you're supposed to stand, exactly. you know, and don't be a dick. Yeah, just try to be a pleasure on set and just do what they fucking tell you to do, man. Because That's it. you it's... don't have any control over it. Yeah, you're not yeah. gonna. You're not gonna. They're like, well, I was gonna bring that guy in and like just as a joke, but like he just won me over oh, with right, his like right, right. amazing way he ate that hamburger. You know, like, <laughs> it doesn't happen. You know, so it's like the pressure's off. Yeah, exactly. You know? I think well, there, there was that mystique. I think especially before you know kind of got the practice in and like being in the room a lot more there was that mystique that you you would think that every acting job like yeah these commercial things that it was more special than it was you know realistically i mean it's always great to like hear yeah you book the gig but then at the same time there's yeah when when you understand that you're at the whims of what the client wants and like that's really all it is and it doesn't really matter like you could have like six people in the room going like we want a cool dang for this commercial and then one and and is about they're ready to like go to lunch one guy just goes like what about if we didn't have an indian <laughs> yeah. person like, oh yeah and then you're I didn't not think about that one. and then oh, you're not good. in the fucking job anymore <laughs> i did have one the that 23 and me ad i did earlier this year they uh uh, I went in twice, and the director really liked me. She was she was awesome, and then she, uh, they hired me. But then there was a stipulation that they wanted me to shave my beard. Oh no! And I'm like, I'm like, y'all have never seen me without a beard. Like right. I don't know why you would like. For those listening at home, I have a big juicy beard. Yeah. Um. And so, and I was like, why would they even assume that that's like a thing that? Yeah. I should do and. My agent was like, "Yeah, we're not going to do that. We're going to ask for like ten grand or right. whatever." Like, and then, but that, but there was actually the director who was like pushed 
the client was like, no, no, we're not going to shave that beard. We're going to keep it. Of course, yeah. yeah. Because we've seen them like this. We've only seen them like this. And it's very jarring. Like, yeah. You know? I think you and I are kind of in in a similar way, as different as we would be, like, type-wise or what they were bringing in for certain roles. But, like, we are, we're similar in the way that then when, when they're bringing you or I in, they're bringing us in as we are exactly. and not to change us, you exactly. know? Because when I go on set... 90% of their time they're like um, we want him to wear what he was wearing in the audition yeah. and like they're like we don't want any makeup on him don't right. mess with his hair you know nothing, yeah. nothing like that you know whereas I think some people like they, they go in and they're kind of like a blank canvas yeah to, to, they can be totally you know, changed up completely yeah. from what they what they came in as yeah and that's what i was wondering about with like the voiceover stuff it's like how much of it is you versus characters because i think for me it's like i'm ba- terrible as you heard earlier i'm terrible at accents <laughs> yeah, but like yeah, yeah. but i can do me you yeah, know and I, can, I sound weird anyways i can so. do a pretty good version of me yeah. um uh yeah and then again like with all the with all just the regular copy stuff it's it's just me and it's yeah. not anything like they're you know, I, I keep on thinking sometimes because I'll get the Spanish version too. So I yeah. keep on thinking like I can speak Spanish. I would kind of like to maybe <laughs> just I, I don't know if it's gonna be well regarded. I I, I got to figure out like what I, at what point in my career do I start really just fucking around? Yeah, like, the, I don't think I'm at that point yet. So I think right. when, when when you ask me before like how's your career going, I'll just say I'm not at the point where I can start fucking around and making jokes on everything I do. So well, <laughs> until, I, until then, like I guess I think that's a good place to end. I think we saved some lives today. <laughs> uh, I really hope so. I think we did. I think we did, I did our part. <laughs> just don't be a dick to people. Yeah, that's what it is. Really, that's that's all it is these days. I swear to God, just try not to be. Try not to be. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks, bud. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Thank you.